Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. It's day 12 of the 30 days of 30 minute workouts and today is back to that bottom tier regenerative row. Now what we're going to do today is slightly different in that we're going to do 5 minutes at 22 strokes a minute and 2k plus 16 to 18 pace which to be honest is pushing it a little bit harder than the normal bottom tier workouts but we're going to follow it with 1 minute at 15 strokes a minute. Now, this 15 strokes a minute, you don't worry about your pace. All you're doing is you're slowing down to try and work on that flow through the stroke, okay? So what it really does is it gives you a little bit of recovery after that slightly faster 22 strokes a minute section, if you get what I mean. Um, but also then gives you a chance to work on your stroke technique and that flow. Now, I know a lot of people don't really like the 15 strokes a minute because it's so slow and because it's quite uncomfortable. But to be honest... If you're finding it uncomfortable to row at 15 strokes a minute, then chances are you need to row at that in order to kind of work on the flow to get out of it. Okay, I'll explain more about it as we get into the row, but that's kind of what I'm saying. If you don't want to do the 15 strokes a minute, then don't do the 15, okay? Just carry on plowing through at 22 strokes a minute and 2K plus 16 to 18, okay? If you are going to do that, then I'd just say sit on the lower end of that the whole way through, okay? In order to keep us still at a bottom tier regenerative row kind of level rather than getting too exhausted by it, all right? Cool. So let's get into our four-minute warm-up. I'll talk about all that stuff in the main session. So four-minute warm-up, we start off by setting up our machine. And in this case, on the Concept 2, goes to the, straight to the front to the drag factor. Now, my daughter Holly was rowing on it last, and she has a very low drag factor. So I put mine, I know that mine, I sit between four and five on the lever, which gives me, on my machine here, that gives me around about 120 to 125 for drag factor. So don't go just by lever setting. Make sure to check the actual drag factor by pressing menu, more options, display drag factor and have a wee row. If you're not on a Concept 2, then just set the resistance or whatever you have to a point that you're able to get a good weight from the stroke, but you don't have to heave against it to get the machine moving, okay? Next up, if you can, set the monitor to eye height so you're not having to look up and not having to look down. And finally, your foot stretchers, which are nice and loose because Holly's been in it, strangely, um, should be set to a point where you can get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically comfortably okay and that's the key here okay so you want to get there comfortably and what it means is that if your feet are too high then it might be a little bit difficult to get there and you have to force yourself in if you're too low you might find that you go scooting straight past that vertical and it gets a little bit uncomfortable that way too a good guide is to set the foot straps so they cover the balls of your feet or the bottom lace on your shoe and then move one notch up or down from there as you're you're kind of feeling your experience with how you feel is what i'm trying to say okay so, four-minute warm-up, 18 strokes a minute we're going to do this at, and the power, I really just want you to have a good push with your legs uh, so that you can think about the connection timing between pushing with your feet and your hands picking the handle up for the flywheel at the front. I will explain as we start. In three, two, one, let's go. So, not too hard a push, because all I want you to think about is that moment where your feet push and your hands connect to your machine because your power comes from your legs. It doesn't come from pulling 
on the handle at the front of the machine. It comes from that push with your feet. But in order for that to happen, the power has to still get into the handle. And that happens by getting the timing right of that push with the feet and the hands connecting to the machine. Push too soon, your backside scoots away from you. Pull too soon, and you can't quite get that snap of power from your legs. But if you get them both at the right time, you should really feel that power flow through and hear your machine accelerate. But talking of acceleration, let's increase the speed up to run about 2k plus 20 as you continue to work on that timing between your feet and your hands. Now, if you don't know what I mean by this 2k stuff, you row a two kilometer time trial, divide your resulting time by four to give you the average time to cover 500 meters in your 2k time trial. And that is your 2k training pace. So when I say 2k plus 20, you take your 2k training pace, add 20 seconds to it, and row at that pace. Set your monitor to show the slash 500 meter time, and that's how fast you row. One more stroke, and let's put one foot on the ground. Continue rowing, with just one leg strapped in, and use this to help you with continuing to ease off and help your flexibility as you come into the front of the machine with a forward lean and in the back lean two. Okay, one more. Let's swap feet. Woo. So you're leaning in to run about one o'clock at the front and leaning back to about 11 o'clock at the back. Try not to over-exaggerate. Especially in your warm-up anyway. And this should help. Just think about pushing with your legs as well, because you've just got that one leg strapped in. Right, one more. And let's put both feet in. Straight legs. Roll with your back and arms. And this really does help you to think about that lean hinge over your hips, hinge back, hinge forwards, hinge back. And as you start the hinge, it's all about your back and then you pull in with your arms, okay? So back, arms, arms, back. Right, front of the machine, arms straight, forward lean. Press out with your legs. So I said it that way because I've got to figure you've You've hopefully done one of my videos before and heard me say that, but yeah. This is just about the forward lean, arm straight, and getting that power in while holding this forward lean and arm straight position, rather than swinging back too soon. One more here. Ah, oh, finish with a big stroke. I guess so you're so used to going through that warm-up that I do sometimes forget that maybe you are new here. So I try not to kind of speak about this stuff as though you've been there, before, as, as though you've seen it already. But 
sometimes it is a little bit my brain does go a little bit stupid so i'm just loading up the session on ergzone this is set on ergzone to just five six minute intervals in order to keep it to a 30 minute um session in case you want to rank it at the end of it uh, so I don't put the warm-up or the cool-down onto ErgZone with these ones just in case you want to rank it. You obviously don't have to use ErgZone. You don't have to be using a Concept2 either. Um, but just kind of giving out, it's quite a nice little tie-in I've got with ErgZone for these things because it does make life a lot easier for you folks to program the, the monitor if you use ErgZone. Anyway, so what we're doing then, just to quickly recap, is 22 strokes a minute at 2K plus 16 to 18 for five minutes. And then we're going to do one minute at 15 strokes a minute. And don't worry about the pace. We're just going to use this to slow down and work on our technique. And then we go back into that 22, back into one, blah, blah, blah. So five sets of this is what we're going to do. And that will be our 30 minutes. So have a quick drink before we start. That should keep you nice and fresh. And then I will, we'll get a chance to stop in half an hour. I was about to say, I will see you in half an hour, but of course, I'm, he I'm going nowhere. <laughs> so, okay, so we start at 22 strokes a minute, 2K plus 16 to 18, okay? In three, two, one, let's go. At 22, I always say it's quite an awkward stroke rate. Just at first, just to really kind of hit into the flow. Maybe it's just because I'm so used to rowing at 20. I always start a little bit on the slower side. But there we go. Hopefully that's me in at 22. And I'm running about 2K plus 16, 2K plus 17. Which is where I want to sit for the first five minutes of this row. Don't worry too much if you drop down pace by a second on today's row. These bottom tier ones are really about just trying to keep the intensity down, but your body is still working through the session. And because you're not overtaxing your body, it really gives it a chance to work on your core fitness to improve your oxygen transportation and your blood system and basically all the things that you want as your foundation when it comes to eventually wanting to go fast be it for a 2k time trial or a 10k time trial in both cases you still need good core fitness now I did just spot myself opening my back too early struggling a little bit to hit consistency of pace and I suddenly realized for some weird reason I was swinging my back way too soon and now that I've 
started to focus on just holding that forward lean and arms straight for at least half of my leg drive. My pace seems to have settled down nicely. So technique, I mean, listen, I talk about it a lot. And in fact, I've just recorded the first of the form check Friday's videos where I watch a video of someone rowing and then point out the things that could be improved and the things that are good. But there's a reason because it really does help your improvements if you can row with a technique that allows the power to flow into the machine and for you to use your fitness in a most efficient way because you can be strong and fit but you can still be slow because you're not able to get that power into the machine or keep that power going into the machine. Okay, so 30 seconds time, we get our first 15 strokes a minute. This is really about flow, okay? About that recovery, slowing it down making sure you're in the right positions, which I'll talk you through, don't worry. Okay, in two, one. All right, here we go then. So, drive, finish, arms away, rock. Drive, finish, arms away, rock, recover. I think I've slowed right down here. How slow was I rowing? Where am I at? Right, here we go. <laughs> I completely lost the maths. Two. Arms away, rock, recover. Drive. Arms away, rock, recover. Arms away. I was going too slow. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. That was a terrible start to this. Ugh. Thousand lashings for me. Okay, back into 22 strokes a minute. All right, that didn't quite go how I wanted it to go. Slowed down too much. My inability to count down in fours. <laughs> Let's hope we can do better next time round. Again, a more professional person would 
stop the video start again but not me because well it's not about showing you that I can mess up as well but these 15 strokes a minute can be uncomfortable can be awkward even if you're confident going into them you can still just get the rhythm wrong just what has happened to me mostly I'll say because I was trying to talk too much through them trying to fit too many words in and slow down as a result <laughs> idiot <laughs> anyway so technique wise let's at least talk about what you're meant to do this time before we need to do it so the whole key of these 15s is to let you work on the recovery side of the stroke getting the flow the fluids move from the finish into that rock forwards and the slide into the front of the machine again because you don't want to be stopped at any point you want to always be using your momentum and you want to let that momentum be what helps you through the stroke so you finish with the handle by pulling it into your chest but then at the same rhythm you pull it in at you send it straight back out at and then you allow your arms away to be the trigger that starts your forward lean of your back from that backward position into the forward lean again so arms back and then once your hands are past your knees your back should be in that forward lean all of your weight oh well all of your upper body weight if you have a good posture will have shifted onto the front of the seat so that all you have to do is bend your knees and you will slide to the front of the machine if you don't have 
that momentum already moving you forwards or the good posture it's not quite as simple as that which is why we practice right we're good let's try and get it right this time 10 seconds to go we'll slow it right down again two more one more here we go then so drive bend your knees drive arms back knees arms back legs arms back legs arms back legs see how I'm still moving the whole way through this I'm not stopping neither at the back of the stroke nor at the front of the stroke okay so this is what I mean about rhythm and flow I'm moving in slow motion but I'm still moving arms back alrighty let's get back into 22s that went better or at least it did for me anyway so really I could be rowing at I think the lowest I've gone is 10 strokes a minute any lower than that just gets stupid but you should be able to slow it right down and still have a fluidity of mov movement like Tai Chi you're always moving I, mean, I maybe have a tiny pause as I get to the front of the machine when I go from the forward slide to turning it around into the drive and that's something that I need to work on is the pause even if it is just for like a 25th of a second I still have this moment's pause so ideally you want to slide forwards and then instantly turn it around but the danger with that is that because you're thinking about moving yourself backwards it's quite easy to launch your back to do that to go how oh, fast and that's not what you're meant to do as you drive out the front so really what you want to think about is what's happening with your feet and that timing between your feet and your hands so if you roll forwards and the moment you feel your shins in that vertical position you push 
your feet into the machine. So it's not about sending yourself backwards. It's about pushing the machine away from you. That can help just get that feel for the right connection at the front of the machine. Which is one of the reasons why you don't want too much of a heel lift at the front of the machine. Heels coming up is okay. You may have heard differently, but if you get your shins into a vertical position and your heels only have to come up like a couple of centimeters, that's fine. It's if you come to the front of the machine and your heels are like perpendicular to the floor or sorry, parallel to the floor because you've had to lift them so high that's what people are trying to guard against when they say no heel lift but the point is that when you start the drive you get those heels down and push as far as I'm concerned you get more power from pushing with your heels down than you do from pushing with the balls of your feet you'll see some people start that way and then get the heels down but I prefer full feet push right coming up for our next 15s one more stroke you ready let's slow it down drive arms rock recover drive arms rock recover and please notice that I'm not going arms rock recover arms rock recover it's smooth so in out rock knees in out rock knees it's like a smooth curve from phase to phase of the stroke you have to make sure to be in that forward lean arm straight before you bend your knees last one back up to 22s if there's one thing to properly focus on the next time round that we do these it's making sure that you are in that arms away and forward rock before you bend your knees really concentrate on waiting 
for that knee bend because what you're trying to do is set yourself up so that your upper body is in the perfect position before you start your slide forwards which means that you will be in the right place to start your next stroke you don't have to do anything wibbly wobbly if I look at my technique I have a bad habit of coming in then dipping in dip in dip which has problems with power leaks where I have a bit of a butt scoots as a result and don't quite let the power go through my back however one of the videos that I just did the review of for form check Friday was me six years ago at the Crash Bees in Boston my first ever world championships and I think only my third ever competition and back then I hadn't really looked at anything proper about technique I just kind of saw what people would do in like the Oxford boat race or whatever and think that's what you did and because I was just looking at it from my point of view when I did interpret it onto the rowing machine I was getting loads wrong for instance I would come down low with a the handle then come up low up I don't know if you can see in the video but what happens by doing this is that by the time I connect my feet to the handle I'm already leaning backwards plus my shins are going way past vertical as I come forwards knees right up into my chest I'm also finishing too high with the handle as a result of that early lean this is actually quite a good carbon copy of what I was doing in Boston and by doing that I'm going to go back to my normal stroke I just slowed down from my 2k plus 16 pace down to 2k plus 21 with the same kind of perceived push of my legs so it shows just how much power I was losing with that early swing 
and that dip of my hands not only created that early swing but the time it took to go down and up at the end of each stroke was about a tenth of a second per stroke so over the course of a uh, six minute 40 race that's what uh, right about 400 seconds which is well 400 seconds would be 40 wouldn't it 400 tenths would be 40 seconds well or is it four? Oh, who knows all I'm saying is I lost a lot of time <laughs> from doing that okay what well, strokes isn't it let's work out five strokes not seconds two more strokes one more then we're slowing it down again and we're done there we go so 15 strokes a minute I missed my time I think I have did I go too long on that last one because we're only going to end up with five minutes left I think I have sorry so too busy talking about Boston I missed one of the 15s so arms away rock knees oh well this definitely goes down as one of my worst ever presented videos with all the errors but hey it's fine right let's just do a solid five minutes of 22s to finish then no more 15s well for me anyway Yeah, looking at my split meters, I missed a minute. Or should we still finish? I'll tell you what, let's still, because you may have noticed that I'd messed it up and, and you had actually done a 15 yourself when you should have. So let's still finish the last minute. back down at 15s again <laughs> day 12 I made it quite far without really messing up there was a error yeah where I forgot I forgot a sprint in one of them didn't I right at the end of one of the rows I forgot to sprint and then this one I was a minute late for the 15s but you know what it doesn't matter the fact is these 15s just slow you down anyway let you work on your technique and 
the 22s are just there to make sure you still feel like you've got a good workout out of it. I've told the story before about my squash training days where there was a particular drill we would do that Martin, my coach, would pull out Sunday night session. You're looking for a good old sweaty training session. And he says, two and one volley drops, which is basically where you stand on the tee in the middle of the court and people, two other people are front left, front right of the squash court and they smack the ball at you and then I have to volley it with a drop shot but I was terrible at them hated them and even more so because because there wasn't that much running around and it was a skill session I didn't get that sweaty run I was looking for so that's why today's session is the way it is the 22s still give you the workout you need to be happy but these 15s are the technical skill side which to be honest, the same with me in the volley drops. The reason I didn't like them is because I wasn't comfortable doing them. If you can get comfortable with these 15s, <coughs> you'll learn to like them a lot more than you do when you're uncomfortable. Trust me, once the flow comes in, you're like, oh, there we go. This is easy. One more stroke. And let's slow it down to our last set of 15s. I mean, I'm not being flippant about the 15s. After all, I messed up the first set of them because I was talking so much I couldn't find the rhythm. But if you can get into the rhythm of a solid drive connected to the handle so you drive finish handle rock finish handle rock recover handle rock recover arms back knees arms back knees nice and fluid last one arms back knees and that's us done it's like i say i understand that there are people out there who don't even like the 20 or 18 strokes a minute because they're a little bit too slow and it's uncomfortable to, to row at that rhythm so for you folks i'm sure the 15s are probably even worse but the very fact that the reason that you can't get them is because you don't have the flow and don't have the rhythm is the reason you need to do them. <laughs> so the same with my squash, volley drops, is that because I spent all that time on court doing them, I did get better. 
I still had a terrible forehand volley drop, but my backhand volley drop, oh, it was killer. Someone plays shot and I just go boof, straight into the front right corner, I'd roll around the nick. And as long as I didn't hit the tin, I pretty much won every single point doing that because it was such a powerful thing because Martin had drilled that into me doing the two and one volley drops during the training session. So as much as I disliked them, once I kind of saw the value of them, I went, ah, there we go. And it's the same with this. You may just like the, the low rate uh, rowing, but once you hit that fluid rhythm of it, um, and you go, oh, wow. And then that transfers into your 24, 26, 28, 30 strokes a minute. And you suddenly, you're able to get the stroke rate up and get the power in and stuff. You go, that's why he says to do them. Trust me. As much as it might not have looked like it today, I do know what I'm on about. <laughs> right, cool down. Two minutes long, 18 strokes a minute, and just... Start run about 2k plus 30. This is a gentle session today, so you can have it nice and slow and then curve into a kind of nice neutral. So here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. And again, the deal that we make with each other is that I'm allowed to get things slightly entertainingly wrong, <laughs> let's say, during the rows. Because... I give them away for free. And actually, it's like when you go and see, like, you might, well, UK people will know what a panto is, a pantomime. And as we were, we're heading into the, the winter season, quite apt to talk about it, but pantomimes often have a moment within the show. It's basically, it's a stage show, um, mostly for kids. Uh, lots of larking around, custard pies, very British. Um, it's not like Hamilton. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, anyway, if you don't know what a panto is, just type into YouTube, you'll see one and you go, really? That's what the Brits find funny? <laughs> anyway, but there's usually a moment where something goes wrong, like stage scenery falls over and you can see the stage manager in the background or someone forgets their lines or whatever. And these things are rehearsed within an inch of their lives in terms to try and get the timing right, to make it entertaining. All the kids are gullible enough to think it's real. And they're giggling away, squealing as though they've just seen something that wasn't meant to happen or whatever. I'd love to say that's what happens with me. <laughs> I sat in my little row along office with a piece of paper and a script and said, right, sir, how shall I make today's row terribly entertaining and, and make people laugh? Laugh at the clown on the rowing machine. Laugh at him. Look at him messing up and missing his... Oh, ha, ha. People will enjoy it. Oh. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> right, that's my cool down done. Um, keep on cooling down if you wish or get off the machine, have a quick stretch. Yeah, no, I, none of this is... This is all really me, I'm afraid much to the annoyance of my dear suffering wife. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, listen, my real day job, I'm terribly professional, oh, oh yes. Um, but here, I'm afraid you get this side of me. Not that many people get this side of me, certainly not the talky side. No one else gets the talky side of me. Um, I save it all for you, sorry. <laughs> so why is he in a little bit of a lunatic asylum today? because it's Friday. Not only is it the end of the, of the week, it's been quite a tough week actually at work, and actually making these every single day is adding to that kind of, uh, but I'm actually enjoying these, so I'm not saying it's hard work, but it's just like, oof, it's quite a lot to do in the, in the week. 
But it's Friday, which means that I'm looking forward to my spaghetti bolognese this evening. So remember, Fridays are no longer just about spaghetti bolognese. They're also about form check Fridays, okay? So do keep a look out, an eye out for them popping up. Don't know what way round I'll do it today, whether I'll upload this one, then form check Friday or the other way round. But do keep an eye out for it and let me know what you think of it as I'm talking about it. Do I go on too long? <laughs> which, to be honest, is me, so probably yes. Um, yeah, and, and whatever. I've, I mean, listen, I've tried doing spaghetti bolognese Fridays. We're giving you tips and stuff, and that didn't seem to take off. So we might as well try and do form check Fridays instead. The point being that you can get in touch with me, send a link to um, either on the Facebook groups or YouTube or whatever, or to info at rowalong.com. Um, send a link or a wetransfer.com file. Pfft, send it to me, and then I will um, do a review of it, upload it on YouTube for other people to see. So make sure you're happy with that. Um, and uh, I'll kind of say, oh, this is what you're doing well. or oh, this is this, like your posture's a little bit off here you maybe not quite lean but don't worry i'll never be mean i'll never kind of go oh what's going on here I, I mean i will if it's stock video and it's just a model they've got in a rowing machine um but if it's a real person getting in touch i'll be lovely i'll be oh yeah i'll be, I'll be like, oh look how good i love the look of your room oh yeah so anyway that's what fridays are about now it's spaghetti and that so but uh yeah but now I'm looking forward to the spaghetti more than anything else because mm, yummy. So there we go. So that was day 12 done. It was a little bit hilarious and farcical at times, but hopefully, uh, you know, no, it maybe helped if you were like looking there going, oh, I'm not really enjoying these 15s. The fact that I was messing them up, you're going, ha doofus. <laughs> and it helped you enjoy them more. You know, no, maybe I should get into panto. What could I do? Jack and the beanstalk. That'd be quite a lot of fun. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah. That was today's row. Uh, tomorrow, let's say it's the bottom, so tomorrow we'll be back up to a mid-tier row, which I'll post details for. I'll try and actually post a preview of it this evening rather than first thing in the morning um, because I'm hoping to record it first thing in the morning. So uh, that would be pretty cool. And remember, Sunday mornings is the live row on Erg Race, 9 o'clock in the morning, UK time. Um, check out the YouTube community channel where I'll post the Erg Race codes that you need in order to get into it. Um, it's run by Fitness Matters, but it doesn't matter. Anybody can row in it, uh, which is why uh, us row along folks are trying to get in on the action. Let us in. Um, to well, actually, no, I got in touch with Sam and I have been talking about it, so this is why we're doing it together. So yeah, so that's okay. I think that's all the the bulletins. That's the the notice board done with. <laughs> Talked about everything. Um, hashtag. Um, oh, what can I? Uh, hashtag. Uh, well, I would not say oops or whoops or whatever, but it's got to be something to do with the fact that I messed up. Um, pay attention, yeah. Hashtag pay attention because it was me not paying attention that we that we went through that today. So or panto, you can always do hashtag panto. That might be even better. Um, yeah, and in case you're wondering, I say the hashtags just as a kind of proof that you made it this far through the video. Okay, that's the whole reason. In case you're new here, in which case I'm really sorry. I, I mean, most of my videos are better than I don't tend to mess up that often. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So hopefully you have either finished cooling down or stretched or whatever, and you're like, come on, can you stop talking to me? So I'm going to stop talking to you. All right. Have a great day. I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe. Be well. Bye bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. <laughs>